In today's rapidly changing world, we all have questions and we all want answers. It's on this program that we get our answers from the Word of God. It's time for another episode of A Relevant Word with longtime pastor and best-selling author, Carl Gallup. Welcome to another Relevant Word with Pastor Carl Gallops of the Hickory Hammock Baptist Church of the Pensacola, Florida area. Pastor, we were just speaking before we turned the mics on about an ancient Hebrew lesson. And I don't know anything about Hebrew, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I truly am because you really, um, it, it's not about just the letters and the words. It's about, you say, it's the meaning also behind the letters and the words. It can mean different things. And uh, I'm looking forward to to this lesson. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, and and let me just for those that are you you might be listening to this right now, and you hear what Kevin just said in the introduction, and you you might have already been influenced by stuff you be you might be reading on the internet about. Well, there's nothing to that. The ancient letters didn't have meanings attached to them; they just made sounds. And uh, or, or well, that was only in the ancient letters. They're not in the modern letters, and nobody gets into that now. And and I mean that's just mystical magical stuff. Well, I, listen, people can abuse this truth, yes, just like people take scriptures and twist them and turn them and abuse them, okay? But that that doesn't keep us from straightening it out and telling the truth. So here's the truth of the matter. Yes, the most ancient form of Hebrew, and I don't want to get too technical here. I can just say it's called the Proto-Sinetic language or uh, a script. Uh, it did have uh, pictures that the and the pictures represented these are not hieroglyphics hieroglyphics were pictures that represented entire concepts or in, con, entire words but the proto-sinatic alphabet or script was the first alphabet known to humanity thousands of years old. I mean, the Greek language came from it. The Latin language came from it. This, all the Semitic languages came from it. And so they had letters that were pictures, and they made sounds. And so with those sounds, you could make a word rather than have a picture that had a whole concept with it. And so from words, you can make poetry, and you know, and you can write books, and you can produce literature. So, so it was really a renaissance that took place once this alphabet was invented. Well, but from that then came the the according to each letter was assigned also a meaning. We do that in our own language sometimes. I mean, you and I were talking before we came on. If if we send each other a text, you sent me a long text and I wrote back K. Sure. The letter K. It's, right? it's that, understood that, that you acknowledged. Yeah, I acknowledged. I'm yes. saying okay, or mm-hmm. I'm saying okay if you say so, or it depends on the context. If right. you've said something really snarky to me and I just push the button and say K, I'm saying to you, okay, if you think that, if you say so, K, all right, that's K. K, just one, one letter, but it has a meaning to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Hebrew language not only did that like that, they didn't have texting, of course, but they did that with every single letter. Now, the ancient Hebrew, the next, uh, the, the evolution of, of the Proto-Sinatic was what's called the Paleo-Hebrew, Paleo meaning the most ancient, and this is the purest form of the ancient Hebrew, and that's what the Old Testament was written in. It was written in Paleo-Hebrew. Now we have the modern Hebrew. That came about about 100 years B.C. and then has evolved uh, for the next 1,500 years into what we have now, the modern Hebrew. But I, I'm giving this history lesson. I hope it didn't bore you out there listening. <laughs> listening to me right now, but it's important because 
Because, yes, by the time you get to the modern Hebrew, no, they don't have each letter has a meaning with a chart by it. But the, but the scripts before it did, and those meanings still live today, regardless of the fact that the modern Hebrew doesn't have little charts. But they, you don't need them, because if anybody knows the ancient history of their own alphabet, they know the letters have meanings. Now, as an example, Haaretz. Hebrew news service, Israeli news service. It's equivalent to the New York Times. Every Any Jewish person listening right now or anybody that's ever lived, for example, in New York City where there's a large population of Jews, you know that. Right next to the New York Times um, machine for the, for the paper is the Haaretz. It's right next to it it's because it's equal to it. And I think the New York Times even assists them in selling it. So, so, but in 2013, Haaretz ran an article about the ancient Hebrew language and how it evolved into the modern Hebrew language. And Haaretz in 2013, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but it's in my, it's in my book, um, the Yeshua Protocol, and it's all documented for those that are listening right now and wondering if I'm telling you the truth. Yes, I'm not lying to you. And, and it says that our language is an ancient language, and it comes from the ancient Semitic languages, and, 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 and the alphabet has so many letters, et cetera, et cetera. And then it says, and each of those letters also has a meaning attached to it, period, then it says, now that's not important when you're reading Hebrew or even writing Hebrew, but it is nice to know. And then it goes on with the rest of the article. So, I mean, they affirm that. Another affirmation is the Hebrew mezuzah, the little prayer box that almost every Jew, Jewish person has on the doorpost of their home uh, or, or on their business. And, and inside, is a little scripture piece from Deuteronomy chapter 6. Hear ye, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one. But on the outside, on the mezuzah, is the letter sheen. It's the letter sheen. It looks kind of like a W in English, but it, but it is a Hebrew letter. And that one letter stands for El Shaddai, the name of God. God Almighty is one of his names. So it's on every mezuzah. So yes, the letters have meanings, just like the K. If I'm texting and I say K, okay, K. Or I hold up a V sign, a P sign. Is that peace? Is it, it could be? It could be victory. Okay. So English does it, but the Hebrew does it with every single letter, and it goes all the way back to the most ancient alphabet known to humanity, from which even the Hebrew derived. Now that I've laid that fundamental truth and groundwork, now I can get on with what I'm going to say, because what I'm going to show you is going to be rather shocking. And if you didn't know all that groundwork, you might think, well, I wonder where he got that from. That sounds kind of, you know, mystical, magical to me. That doesn't sound right. Well, just wait. I'm going to use a verse as the foundation for what I'm going to teach today. I'm going to use Isaiah 52, verse 10. It says, and the Lord, and that word Lord is all capital, capital L-O-R-D, and that and that's coming, that's English, but the Hebrew there says, and Yahweh, Yahweh, which is the main name for God, is found 7,000 times in the Old Testament. And Yahweh will lay bare his holy arm in the sight of all the nations and in the sight of all of the ends of the earth, and they will see the salvation of our God. Now, here's a stunning thing. So I just read that in English, and I told you what Lord meant, and the Lord, Yahweh, that's what it means. 
But it also says, and the whole nations, all the nations, all the earth will see the salvation of our God. Well, when? When God basically opens up his arms and lays them bare. Well, we know about the crucifixion that brought us our salvation. God bared his arms, if you will. We read Psalm 22 not too long ago and on, on, on a program, and I teach and preach from it all the time, where David said, you know, they've pierced my hands and my feet. Isaiah 53 said he was pierced for our transgressions, his hands and his feet. Zechariah 12 says, and on that day you will look upon me whom you have pierced. Okay, but here it says, and the whole earth will see the salvation of our God. Well, you know what that word salvation is in Hebrew? In English, it says salvation. In Hebrew, the word is Yeshua, which is where we get our English word Jesus. So it literally says, and in that day, the Lord will lay bare his arm, and in the sight of the nations and all the ends of the earth will they see Jesus, who is from our God. That's in the Old Testament. That's Isaiah 52, 10. And if you're listening right now and you say, I've never heard that before. Well, that's pretty shocking, but wait till you hear the rest of this teaching. But the bottom line is the Bible's filled with these kinds of treasures. And I don't make this stuff up. I put this stuff in books. I reference it. My books are with major publishers. I'm all over media, all over TV, and all over the world, uh, and radio, and 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 before millions of people, literally uh, every week, teaching this stuff. And so it's being you know proofed by people and peer reviewed. So when I come to you on relevant word with these things, um, I, I'm not saying I'm a hundred percent right all the time, but I am telling you. I'm going to bring some shocking, stunning things that most of the church doesn't hear today, but I'm not lying to you, <laughs> okay? Haaretz writes about it, confirms it. Every mezuzah confirms it. Uh, the Hebrew meaning of Lord is Yahweh. The Hebrew meaning of salvation in English is Yeshua. And when you look at that verse in Isaiah 52.10, it says, and Yahweh will bring Yeshua who will be our salvation, and he will do it in front of the whole world, in front of all the nations of the world. Now, so in just a moment, we're going to go to break, but I can tell you that what's coming next is going to really, really stun you because what I'm going to do, I'm going to take those two words, Yahweh and Yeshua. Okay. So we, we, we know those are Hebrew words. Uh, so Yahweh is spelled Yud, Hey, Wah, Hey in Hebrew. You can almost hear it, can't you? Yud or Yod, Hey, Wah, Hey. Okay. Yahweh, Yahweh, Yod. Hey, wah, hey, Yahweh. You can almost hear it. And then in Yeshua is is spelled Yod, Shin, Vav, Ayin. Yo, Shin, Yod, Shin, Wa, or Vav. And there's a reason that word is pronounced different ways. Kind of like north and south. You know, we pronounce some things in the south. Uh, it's the same word, but it's pronounced differently in the north. Okay. Yeah. For example, I can say, listen, I live on Route 6. Okay, well, that's what they would say up north. Down here in the south, we'd say what? We live on Route 6. Route 6, yeah. It's the same word, just pronounced differently. Same thing in Hebrew. A lot of the Hebrews were scattered, and so they learned, you know, their language, and and they had accents. And so so that one letter, uh, sometimes it's pronounced wa, sometimes vav, but Yahweh is yud he wa or vav he, and then Yeshua is yod shin wa or vav. Ayin, Yod Shin Wa Ayin, Yeshua. Okay? So, with those two words, when we come back, we're going to examine the letter meanings of them, and we're going to remember Isaiah 52 
what I just read, and this is going to stun you. I'm hoping there's not going to be a test. No, there won't okay. be a test. Yeah, yeah. Is it proto-Sinaitic or Paleo-Hebrew? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. This is a relevant word with Pastor Carl Gallant. We'll be right back right after the break. For more on Pastor Carl or to listen to his podcast anytime, visit carlgallops.com. Pastor Carl, or to listen to his podcast anytime, visit carlgallops.com. This is a relevant word with Pastor Carl Gallops. Carl, we've had quite a deep ancient Hebrew lesson here to get yeah. things started, but yes. I'm glad you set us up this way because the payoff is going to be shocking. Yes. Say, but the, what is the, the meaning of these two words that yeah. you told us about? Yeah, thank you. Well, listen, and, and little Kenny, we're going to have a test now. So if you would take <laughs> I your I had a feeling that <laughs> yeah. so I'm no, trying to, I can't no, remember all of it. No, no, I get no, the no, meaning. That's okay. Yeah. that's okay. Well, people can go back and listen to this again if they need to. Or they can get my book. I'm not trying to advertise the book, but listen, I wrote it. Yeshua Protocol. The Yeshua Protocol. All of this and so much more is in that book. But let me just jump right in. Thanks for giving me the time and the setup for it, Kevin. So listen, I know you're just looking at the radio right now or whatever, however you're listening, podcast or however. Um, uh, and, and I know you're anxious to hear this. Some of it you might have heard, but again, the connections I'm going to make, I think perhaps you've not ever heard or seen or thought about before. I've deeply researched this, found a lot of scholarship that supports exactly what I'm saying. And again, it's all in my book, Yeshua Protocol. But let me do this. So let's take those two words, Yahweh and Yeshua. Yahweh, anytime you see in your English Bible, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, Lord. But when it's all caps, it's representing that Hebrew word Yahweh, the Lord, okay? Um, when you see uh, the word salvation in the Old Testament, the Hebrew word behind it is Yeshua, which is where through the Latin and then through the Greek and then finally into the English, we get the word Jesus. So Yeshua is Jesus, okay? But, but, but in the Hebrew, whenever you see the word salvation, the word is literally Yeshua. And it's amazing. We'll do another show on that sometime, Kevin, about all the places in the Old Testament where you find the word salvation and where it connects to God. And it's amazing what you wind up with when you just substitute the word Jesus for salvation. But anyway, so I want you to know that. So we're looking at Yahweh and Yeshua. All right. Now we talked about letter meanings. And I'm, the, the meanings I'm going to give are attested to, as I've said, by Haaretz itself. All right. But now I'm also going to tell you Kabad.org, which is the oldest Jewish Orthodox site on the internet with the most subscribers of any Jewish Orthodox site, says that that's what these meanings are. HebrewToday.com, which is a professional Hebrew language uh, organization, 
They're conservative. They're used by private schools and public schools and news organizations to make sure their language is correct and their grammar is correct. HebrewToday.com and Kabad.org. That's where I'm getting the meanings of these letters. So I'm not just making this up because what I'm going to tell you is going to floor you, especially if you've never heard this. Even if you have, I've got some surprises for you. Hang on. Let's start with Yahweh. yud Hey, wah hey. yud hey, wah hey. You hear the letter hey twice, okay? So let me d- tell you what that means. The, the meaning is, it, it's got a sound to it for the Hebrew alphabet. It's, it's, it's like our H sound almost. It's almost like our hey, hey sound. But the meaning is behold or look. That's kind of cool because it, it, it's just coincidental really. But see, in English, when we say hey, that's what we mean. Hey, Hey, look over here. So, but it, that's not why the Hebrew has that meaning, but I think it's pretty cool that it does. That, that letter, that's an easy way for you to remember. It means behold or look, look here. Okay. And it's said twice. So now you're left with the yod and the vav or the wa. What do they mean? The yod means the hand. The vav means the nail. Behold the hand. Behold the nail. For the name of God, for the name of Yahweh, 7,000 times in the Old Testament, that is his name. It is the most prolific name for God found in the Old Testament. You find other names like El Shaddai or Elohim or something like that, El Adonai or Adonai, uh, but, but Yahweh, and all of those have meanings of his character, and I don't want to get into that today, but Yahweh is the name. In fact, when Moses asked the burning bush on fire, it was God he was speaking to. And he asked him, who will I tell Pharaoh sent me? He says, you tell him, I am has sent you. Now that I am derives from that whole, uh, that it derives from Yudhe Wahe. It's, it's, it's a derivative of the meaning of that whole name. I am who I am. I just am. I am the Lord God. I'm the creator of everything. But Yudhe Wahe is his name. If you're going to speak his actual name, it's Yudhe Wahe, the Lord, but if, if you were to say, well, what does that mean? God would say, you want to know what it means? Look at the hands and the nails. Behold the hands. Behold the nails. Then you'll know who I am. That's astounding. But hang on because I want to get to Yeshua. So now let's talk about Jesus. So, so what we know as believers in the word, we know that God is Jesus, and Jesus is God in the flesh. John says that in the opening verses of his gospel. He says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, excuse me, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and made us, you know, and we beheld the glory of, of the one and only begotten of the Father. So, so, I mean, we're told that, that God put on flesh furtively, came through the womb of a woman, went to the cross for us, sacrifice. Yahweh became Yeshua. I mean, that's another whole show we can do. But right now, let's just accept that the Bible says that. No matter what we think about it, that's what the Bible says. So now we've got Yahweh, yud heh wah the letter meaning say, behold the hand, behold the nails. Now that name, Kevin, goes back, and listener, li- listen to me, that name goes back to time immemorial. Now, I promise you, a bunch of Jewish people did not sit around and make up those names so that God's name said, look at the man on the cross, behold his hands, behold his nails, that's me. 
I mean, no, nobody, no, nobody would even envision that the Jewish people did that. Yet to this day, Kabad.org, Hebrew Today, every, every Jewish site that does anything with these meanings of the letters and the names, that's the, the meanings they give to these letters. Now, they're pretty irate about the fact that we see this. Behold the hands, behold the nails. This is Yahweh. And there's another show I can do on that of how that's why they don't speak the name. They say, oh, no, we can't speak that name anymore. And that's one of the reasons why. We'll talk about that on some other show. But let's get to Yeshua. Now we deal with his name in Hebrew. It's Yod. Oh, have you heard that before? Huh? Shin. Wa. Oh, have we heard that before? The Yod and the Wa come from Yahweh. Yod, He, Wa, He. Now we've got Yod, Shin, Wa, Ayin. So there's there's two letters we haven't talked about there, Shin and Ayin. We know what the, the Yod and the He are. Shin is what's on every mezuzah. All right, the letter by itself stands for the name of God. Uh, it has a couple of other meanings as well that can be used in context, but in this context, obviously, it's in God's name. So, so, so. It, it, it stands for El Shaddai. That's what it stands for in the mezuzah. Just that singular letter that looks like a W in English, Sheen. Okay? So on either side of Almighty God, El Shaddai means the Almighty God, there's the hand and there's the nail. And we're told to look at it. It's on the hands of the Almighty God. And then the last letter, Ayin, you're, you're not going to believe this, Kevin. Listener, you're not going to believe this. It means to see but even more directly, to see the salvation of God. Now, if you remember, I started reading from Isaiah 52.10. I'm going to read that again in a moment, but let's go back and think about what I've just said. I've told you that these letter meanings are real. They are valid. Um, Ha'arat confirms it. The mezuzahs, millions of them around the world, confirm it. Uh, Kabad.org confirms it. Hebrew Today confirms it. I don't care what you read on the internet. I don't care if somebody's got three PhDs and they're trying to tell you that there's no such things as these letter meanings. They're crazy. They're out of their minds. It's not, they're not speaking correctly. I'm telling you, from time immemorial, Yahweh's name, the letter meanings are yud he wah behold the hands, behold the nails. And besides that, wah not only can mean nails, it can mean spear. It, I mean, it literally says that on those sites. It, I mean, now you could say, behold the hands, behold the nails, behold the spear. That's me. The spear in his side, the nails in his hands. That's me, the ancient creator of the universe, God, Yahweh. Then you get Yeshua, Yod, Sheen, Wa'ayin, the almighty God, El Shaddai. Behold his hands, behold the nails, and now you see the salvation of God, Ayin. Ayin means to see the salvation of God. <laughs> or that those two words are almost identical with deeper, richer meaning. You've got Yahweh who becomes Yeshua, if you will. But he says from the most ancient of times before anybody had concept of crucifixion, he says, behold the hands, behold the nails, then you'll know who I am. All right. On the day the nails go through the hands, then you will know that it's me. Now, on the day that happens, now we've got Yeshua on the cross. What does his name mean? Yoshin wa Ayin. Look at the hands, look at the nails, look at God Almighty on the cross, and now you're seeing the salvation of God. What did Isaiah 52, verse 10, prophesy 700 years before Christ? This is what we started with. And the Lord will lay bare his holy arm that day in the sight of all the nations and of the ends of the earth. 
and then the ends of the earth will see the salvation of our God. And that word salvation in Hebrew is Yeshua, Jesus. That's in a passage of Scripture that was written 700 years before the crucifixion. And now, in the year I'm speaking this to you right now, those letter meanings still hold meaning in the ancient Hebrew language right into the modern Hebrew people. Modern Hebrews, modern websites all confirm it. And those are the meanings of the letters of those names. It's fascinating where you find God in the Bible. Everywhere. Everywhere. His fingerprint. It's his DNA. It's his watermark. I've read those words many times. I've heard them from pulpits. Yep. But I've never heard it quite like that. Yep. You just don't. Everything I said is correct. Yeah. (laughs) It's not that I'm correct. It's the Bible's correct and Hebrew.com is correct and et cetera, et cetera. It truly is a relevant word. Yeah. Words. It is a relevant (laughs) word. Well, it it lets the listener know that if you're in the hands of God, you're fine. Just keep your eyes on the Lord. He knows what he's doing. He's Yahweh. He's Yeshua. It's amazing and it's comforting. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. This is A Relevant Word with Pastor Carl Gallops. Thank you so much for listening today. May the Lord bless you and keep you always. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of A Relevant Word with Pastor Carl Gallops. You can find Pastor Carl at carlgallops.com.